Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. Each episode we take some guests and we give them a whole series of puzzles to unfurl and unsolve and unfold or solve, (laughs) either way. And this episode, our guests are Renee Rhodes and Laura Hutton from Fate and the Fable Maidens. Hi, guys. Hi. Hiya. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming on. Now, uh, Fate and the Fable Maidens is a is an actual play D and D podcast where Renee, you are the game master and the embodiment of fate, and Laura, you're one of the Fable Maidens, an adventurous halfling whose name I have forgotten. Winnie. <laughs> Winnie. Uh, do you want to give a quick rundown of what you do on the show? What the show's about? Yeah. So, Fate and the Fable Maidens. Hi, I'm Renee. Um, <laughs> Fate and the Fable Maidens is an all-women D&D actual play podcast uh, with an intended audience for all ages. So we're pretty goofy. We have a lot of fun, but our focus is really on story and characters and uh, not so much on the rules of it, but definitely have a lot of fun role-playing and some good laughs. I like that. So obviously we don't need to ask you much about whether you've had any role-play experience, but can you tell us a little bit about either of your escape room experience? I'm going to let Laura take this one. Oh, thank you. Because I have actually prepared a statement. Because Ooh. I love these things <laughs> so much. And I'm always Escape prepared. Rooms and preparation. My two favorite things. So every year for my birthday, for the past two or three years, we have gone to an escape the room here in town. And one of those years, my husband actually designed an escape the room in our apartment in one of our spare rooms <laughs> and it was nice. very intense very good <laughs> it was awesome but how did you have to solve the por- the puzzle Laura like what did you need i needed my friends <laughs> that's true but in order to get out of the house we needed to find the doorknob oh, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh, I love i'm it. sorry that's the best part so what he did was <laughs> this dummy this adorable dummy takes off the door handle to our front door with the lock and key. He takes that (laughs) off and then replaces it with the doorknob of just a random door in the house that doesn't lock. So downstairs, our door is unlocked, and upstairs, we're all locked in a room, and James's (laughs) husband is gone. (laughs) He he left to go meet us somewhere. So I he left it. to get pizza where we were supposed to find him once we've solved the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful. That oh, is a very well good escape room experience. Him. Yes, he did very well. <laughs> All right. Well, Danny, without any further ado, do you want to get us started? We're ready to get into this. When you get a phone call at five in the morning, it's never going to be good news. When you get a phone call at five in the morning on the 1st of April, you know it's even worse. Tentatively, expecting anything from an electric shock to a person screaming in your ear, you pick up the phone and say, Hello? You have to help me. It takes you ages to recognize the voice on the other end, but eventually it clicks. It's Patrick, the child of two people you used to be friends with. The friendship faded because, well, quite frankly, they were getting insufferable. They were manic and over-the-top about everything. You were exhausted just being in the same room as them. They were the sorts of people who dressed up for every movie they went to see, but not just harmless fun costumes. The sorts of costumes that took up three seats each, blocked the view of everyone behind them, and made loud noises every time they moved their arms. They didn't care about how their actions affected other people as long as they had their fun. And without a doubt, you know why Patrick has called. It's his birthday on April Fool's Day. They torture me every year. They spend all night setting up a party for me in the park, and I just know they've got something horrible planned that they think will be hilarious. Last year, the balloons had spiders in them, and they went around popping them whenever I stood underneath one. I hardly have any friends left because of them. I know you don't like this stuff any more than I do, and you're the only adult I know I can trust. Please, can you go to the park and search for whatever horrible thing they're going to do to me? All I want is a normal birthday for once in my life. Oh my gosh, you're so adorable. I will go anywhere for you. (laughs) Well, it sounds like your hearts have gone out to this kid, and you're touched that he trusts you. 
So you haul yourselves out of bed and you make your way to the park on the hunt for cruel jokes. You see the area set up for the party. Out the front, there's a sign sitting on the grass with welcome written on it. It's the sort of triangle shaped, you know, like a wet floor sort of sign. Sitting beside it is a box full of invitation RSVPs and party bags to hand out to guests. Is party bags a thing in America? Like, at the end of a kid's party, everyone gets a bag of candy to take home? Oh, yeah. We call them goodie bags. Goodie bags, okay. We usually call them lolly bags. Yeah, but I know that lolly is not a international term. Not not an American term. Not so much. Off to the left side, you see a table with some presents already sitting on it, a food table with several dishes of food laid out, and an iPod dock. What does that mean? Ah, the iPod dock is the thing that you can stick an iPod in to have, like, speakers. It's basically speakers that you stick the iPod in. Oh, okay. That makes sense. iPod docks aren't a thing anymore. Not since 2008. I don't know when people stopped using iPods. (laughs) I I did feel weird every time I wrote iPod in this room. Just going, I don't know if this exists. Stick it in the Zune cradle. (laughs) Yes. Will the 10-year-olds understand what an iPod is? (laughs) To the right, there's a twister mat, a sand pit, and a small clothesline-like structure with water balloons dangling from it. In the centre of the area is the cake table, with a silver cloche on it and four helium balloons tied to the table legs. Behind this is a wall that's divided into two. The left has a pin-the-tail-on-the-donkey poster, and the right is covered in photos. You don't see any spiders anywhere. Not yet, anyway. I go straight to the cake table like no one's kidding around. I cake. It's cake. (laughs) All right. The cake table is just your basic flimsy folding table with a thin flat surface, four skinny legs, and a long white cloth has been thrown over it to make it look a bit prettier. Okay, I want to look under the cloche and see if there's the cake there. You lift the cloche up and there it is. It's a perfect pristine birthday cake. There's nothing suspicious written on it. It doesn't smell like there are any weird ingredients. And the unlit candles on top are not arranged to make any rude shapes. <laughs> How helpful. Oh. <laughs> you should cut open the cake. Really? It's someone's birthday cake. Well, he's not showing up. Uh, let's I be clear. You, you want to save he... the birthday. I think he just wants us to investigate first. I mean, I am all about eating this cake, but I think that he'll give us some if we figure this out, right? Eat it. Just maybe there's something in it, right? Maybe it's not the real cake. <laughs> you think the spiders are in the cake? Y- you never know. I guess you could look under the table. That would tell you if something was under it also. I will put the cloche back on the cake with a pointed look at Laura, and then I will look (laughs) under the table. You lift up the sheet that's covering the table, and there's nothing on the ground, but when you look really closely, taped to the underside of the table, you find a lighter. Ooh, I want it. You can take it. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take the lighter. Add it to my inventory list. Excellent. (laughs) Um, and then the balloons around the table... Mm. Are they like all the same color? Is there anything? They're not actually. So, you know, they're regular helium filled, floating above the corners of the cake table, attached by strings. Two of them are blue, one is green, and one is red. In any particular order? Like, are the blue on one side or? I have not designated them as such. That is fine. I'm just checking. Okay. I want to look at the goodie bags. You look inside one of those bags and you find snakes! Ah! No, ah! no, they're not real snakes. <laughs> I mean, knowing these parents, you can never be sure, but they're jelly snakes. Some of them are normal, some of them are sour, some of them are multicolored, some of them chocolate coated. A whole variety of snakes. That's all that's in these goodie bags? These poor yeah. children. Like, Gummy um... snakes don't even last, they dry out. That's the real <laughs> prank. we've given your friends dried snake they thought they'd be delicious but they've been out all night (laughs) April fools (laughs) and I'm not allowed to eat these so I put them back I don't know I feel like if a if a goodie bag went missing, it'd be a lot less obvious than if you cut the cake. (laughs) It's true. You could probably sneak a snake and no one would notice. I'll save it for later. Okay, uh, while we're there, like, it's right next to the welcome sign, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna look around the sign. Sure. So there's nothing too exciting around the sign or underneath the sign or anything. It says welcome in huge letters, and it has lots of little scribbles over the place, like a child decorated it, like they tried to add their own letters but weren't very good at writing yet. You do notice something about the word welcome that's a little bit odd. The O looks like it's in a different font. You know how when you type out O's on a computer, usually the O is, it's more oval than it is circular, but this O is a perfect circle, and it really stands out. Oh, I'm sorry, that was a really bad joke. Um, okay, so <laughs> that does explain why I wrote welcome in all capital letters when I didn't write anything else in all caps. Um, <laughs> oh my god, me too. That's crazy. <laughs> Is there anything? I would like to look at the invitations and see if there's anything. Oh yeah, so there are eight invitations in this box and they're all in a very neat stack. They're all positive RSVPs from kids who are coming to the party. At the bottom of the invitations, there's a section where parents can write dietary requirements or other such notes, and these parents, these parents have some requirements. So you lift up the first one on the very top of the stack, and it's a kid called Ash, and their note says, if possible, no citrus. Next is Billy, whose note says, sorry, it's all nuts, not just peanuts. Then there's Cal, allergic to paint, even organic isn't good enough. After that, there's Danny, no relation, no choking hazards, M&Ms, Skittles, marbles, etc. Then you lift up that one to go to the next one, and, oh, that's weird. There's another copy of both Ash and Billy's invitations here. They must have received and sent back two somehow. Okay. But after those two, there's M, who says, Our family believes all fizzy drinks are bad. Oh uh, yeah, fizzy drinks, that translates, doesn't it? Yes. It's like so soda, pop right? For our- well, is it pop, is it soda? Even all across America, that one's different. Carbonated, and that's the point. That's bubble water for our <laughs> British friends. It's bubbly <laughs> sweet sweet. It's bubbly sweet sweet it is. <laughs> then lastly, there's fire with a Y whose invitation says, not allowed to use sharp objects, read, knives, scissors. Don't let fire play with knives. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can we go back to Ashes and Billy's? Like, are they exact copies written, same thing as written in everything? Yeah, okay. exactly the same. How weird. If I were a parent, I would keep a major track. I do have a question, and I'm not sure if this is relevant at all, but it will help me a lot. How old is Patrick turning for this birthday? I have, it's ambiguous. It is a little bit ambiguous. <laughs> I believe older than eight. I'm probably older than eight years old. But that's all I have for sure. <laughs> older than eight. Okay. Who could say? Maybe I'm 35. So this is probably the still age where, still the age where everyone in his class got invited, but only six people are coming and two of them are coming twice. That's true. This poor kid. I'm stuck now in this voice. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hope you enjoy Um, the next 10 years of marriage. Let's go look at the water balloons. All right. So you find these water bombs. They're hanging from this clothesline-like thing by pieces of string. They're swaying slightly in the wind. On the ground by the base of the clothesline is a small wooden box that's labeled darts. Oh, no. Fire can't play with sharp things. <laughs> no games for fire. I'm going to look in the darts box because I do like sharp things. <laughs> so there are two darts in the box. There are also some spare water balloons, you suppose, in case anything happens to the ones that are currently hanging. You notice that the two darts both have white tape wrapped around their shafts and the tape has writing on it. And this is an image that we have sent you. A picture <gasps> of two darts. Yes, for people listening at home, that image is linked in the show notes underneath or the episode description or whatever you want to refer to that block of text as. And yes, I did draw these in paint. You're welcome. They are very artistic masterpieces. Uh, would you two like to describe what you're seeing when you pick up these darts? Okay. So, oh my. Okay, there are seven characters on each dart. The first is 2-A-F-R-C-E-E. 
And, the second and they're going is, down from oh, the yes, feathers to the point. Yes, reading downward. Um, and they're very helpful because feathers with arrows is written and it says beautiful darts, which I do have to agree with. <laughs> <laughs> the second one says 3-O-A-L-M-U-M. Three old mum. That's a three old mum. <laughs> okay, and do the, the the balloons don't have anything on them? Apparently, no, they don't. Okay, feels dangerous to leave a box like darts in a box of <laughs> balloons. Like that's they're gonna get popped. Hey, twin, I'm feeling like just like collecting as much evidence as possible, and then kind of trying to string it together. How are you feeling? Oh, definitely. Uh, yep. Okay, well then, where do you want to go, escape room master? I would like to dig in the sand pit. Quick break. We're going to just dig in the sand pit for a little bit. <laughs> no kids have played in this yet, right? Like, yep. It's oh, still totally. safe right it's now. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's nothing special. It's only ankle deep, so you can't dig too deep into it. And there's actually a part of it that I don't know if it's safe. There's some kind of black powder in one of the corners. Does it smell like anything? Uh, I, I, look, it's mostly going to be overpowered by the sandiness. Are you going to go around smelling things you find in a sandbox? That's so dangerous. Sometimes it's the right solution. You never know. If there's something yucky in the sand pit, you gotta get it out. And you can't know to get it out till you smell it. So. <laughs> Why don't you try licking it next? Well, oh god, Bill did that as well. <laughs> <laughs> My next step was to touch it and then lick it. So that oh, okay, I'll stick that's... with that order. It feels, I mean, again, it's hard to get just an individual bit of this. You'll mostly get a scoop of sand when you try. So it feels like it's a pretty similar consistency. The grains are maybe a little bit bigger than the grains of sand, but granular. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like under that patch or anything? No. Um, Twister? Yeah. It's your standard twister mat. We've already gone over a little bit about how many things it is. It's four by six, four colors, six dots of each color, green, yellow, blue, and red. It's laid over the flattest part of the grass so that play hopefully won't be too uncomfortable for the kids. Assuming that you have at least a little bit of familiarity with how twister normally works. Yes. yes. You put body parts on circles when you are told to. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> let's That's let's play around when we're done solving this birthday mystery. Um, can I look under the mat? It's a very good idea because there is something under there. There's a flattish device. It looks sort of like an etch-a-sketch, only there aren't the dials that you would use to make images, and it's not producing any images whatsoever. It's blank. You wonder if it's broken in some way. You examine it all over and you notice a tiny compartment in the back that's labeled iron, I-R-O-N, and it seems to be empty. Someone put iron in the sandbox. I don't, I don't think iron is black. Maybe not. You're right. Um, so like, so it's, how, how big is it if it's flat but under the twister mat? Um, I described Sorry. it like an etch-a-sketch thing, so I'm sticking with that. Okay, cool. However... <laughs> The most uncomfortable game of Twister. <laughs> Not that any game of Twister is particularly comfortable. <laughs> it's the selling point of the game. Onward. Yeah, let's go check out the presents and I guess not open them. <laughs> Wait, yeah, are, you, are you, we... you don't want to ruin the party, so you'd better not tear through the presents unless you find a really good reason to. Yeah. It's only a small pile because presumably it's just the ones from family members or the people who couldn't make it. You read the tags of these presents. There's one from Mum and Dad, Uncle Jeff, Grandma, Faye Kegift, and Michael and Mark Humphreys. I'm sorry, what, who was after Grandma? Uh, Faye Kegift. Fa- uh-huh. It's a fake gift. And the, <laughs> and the last one? I don't understand. What if it's just a really strange name? Faye Kegift. Fake gift. <laughs> Uh, the last one was the Humphreys's. I'm very suspicious of the one from Uncle Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jeff. <laughs> I am going to hold off on opening the fake gift right now. 
but I'm keeping that in my pocket for uh, potential. Understood. It probably is. I think it's pocket-sized, actually, so that would that, that's okay. I'm going to pocket the fake gift and put it in my inventory. Excellent. Slots in with the snakes. So, let's check out the lowly food that is not cake. So you go up to the food table. It's almost identical to the cake table, except longer. So it's flimsy, four legs, a really long sheet that's draped over it to make it look nice, and several trays of food are sitting on top of it. You see a tray of sandwiches with a whole lot of fillings from ham to jam to... Spam. To jerky, (laughs) yep, to spam, sure. You see a tray of neatly chopped up fruit and a tray of cupcakes, some of them with a little chocolate button on top of the icing and some of them have a warhead. Do you have warheads? Yes. Yeah. There's cool. really Does America candies. have warheads? Yeah, a little America sour has ball. a bigger stockpile of warheads than any country in the world. <laughs> 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 then, you know, a small bowl of cheese and crackers. I'm also very tempted to steal a cupcake because also much less noticeable than the cake. Well, actually, they're in a, they're in very nice, neat rows. So oh, if you take one of the cupcakes, it actually will be noticeable. Uh, for people at home, uh, just as a quick warheads, are uh, they're just little yeah. like hard, sour candy balls. Yep, they're very good. Uh, and which which table is the iPod dock on? Uh, it's actually sitting on the ground next to the food table. Okay, I'll check check the iPod dock out. Yeah, it looks perfectly functional, apart from the fact that there's no iPod in it, so it's not going to play any music until that happens. Laura, we haven't found the iPod yet. We've got to keep looking. Check under the tables. Oh, yeah. Check under the tables. I'll check the gifts table. There is nothing under the gifts table, but... (laughs) But, Laura, Uh are you checking under the food table? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Nah, I'm going to Sitting on the ground... (laughs) Cool. <laughs> Sitting on the ground under the food table is a dart. You pick it up and you examine it and it looks much like the other ones. It's got tape stuck around its shaft and it's got writing on it going down. This one says 1-U-G-H-I-M-A. Can, can we go open the fake gift now? <laughs> sure. I, I have it in my pocket. Can I, can we, can I open it? <laughs> okay. I, um, pull the fake gift out of my pocket and hand it to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, how much harm can it do to unwrap an obviously fake present? I mean, just in case you're wrong, you treat the paper a bit delicately, but... Yeah, and, like, keep your face away from it. I don't really know, like, maybe it'll ah. blow up pink in your face or something. Just, like, be cautious. No, good idea. You open it up, and you're pretty sure you're right about this being a fake present. It's not horrible, but inside it is an iPod, not even in its box. It's old and it's worn. It's definitely used. Can does it turn on? It does. What's it uh what's it got on there? It's got a single playlist with a single untitled song on it. Okay, let's play let's it. Let's plug this bad boy in. Yeah. Right, you, you stick it into the iPod dock so that it's got speakers. It automatically turns on and it starts playing its untitled song. It's interesting. Should, should I yeah, just, just say, say it? You don't want to sing it like no, you did last night? No, I don't want to sing it. Just say it. <laughs> Bill made a J-pop song out of it. Nice. Oh, man. Sorry to miss that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting sort of song. More often than not, all it is over and over again is the words sour connects sour. Warheads? I don't know. Sour, sour. That was the song. Mina sama sawa. Sawa konek sawa. It's great. It's fun. Give it, it a go. <laughs> Where did we see warheads before? On the cupcakes. On the cupcakes. Do the do the cupcakes? They're just in, like, lines. They're not in any kind of particular shape. Not as far as you can tell. It does seem to just be a big grid sort of layout. Yeah, some of them warheads, some of them chocolate. Is there any kind of pattern in that? You can't really make one out. Okay. 
I was gonna say to eat them, but I'm not actually, <laughs> I'm still pretty sure that eating things is a bad idea at this party. <laughs> okay, uh, I would like to check out the pin the tail on the donkey. It looks like a pretty intricately crafted cartoon donkey, only, of course, it has no tail. You don't see a tail anywhere, nor is there any sign of any pins. Oh, bummer, the tail is the only thing I drew. <laughs> Uh, is there anything behind it? Like, is it, wait, uh, it's on a wall, right? Yeah, and, I mean, there is park behind the wall, but nothing exciting. Okay. This is sort of the, the border of the party area. Oh, it's like a stand-up wall. Yes. So, like, kids could totally walk right past it and just wander off to the park with a blindfold Well. <laughs> Where Patrick Copus's parents are waiting with a sack <laughs> to steal the children. <laughs> April Fools! <laughs> okay, how about the photos? You go up to the photos and take a look. There are six photos. All of them are of Patrick, all at birthday parties past. They're taken during happy moments before his parents ruined everything. Patrick is with a different friend in each of the photos. The first photo is of Patrick and a friend wearing several homemade bead necklaces and cutting into a delicious looking cake with lemon zest and almonds on top. In the background, there's a banner that says, Happy 8th. Well, Ash and Billy can't have that cake. That's for sure. Neither can fire because no sharp objects. We'll come back to that. What? She can have cake. She just can't cut it. But she can't cut it. Just grab it with your hands. Fire, it's fine. And Danny can't have it either. Okay, anyway. What? Cake is not a choking hazard. No, but beads are. Okay, I was talking strictly about the cake. You what? <laughs> you can't have cake, it's a choking hazard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about you, Danny. Okay, next. The second photo is of Patrick and a different friend, both much younger, chewing on bread with peanut butter. And there's a banner that says, happy first. Poor Billy. Can't have any of it. The third photo is Patrick and a friend wearing sports uniforms, team colors painted on their faces, and orange slices in their mouths. And the banner says, happy fourth. Okay. The fourth photo is of Patrick and a friend mixing handfuls of yellow Skittles into Coke. And this time the banner says, happy seventh slash fifth slash sixth. So it must have been a combined party this time. Okay. Knocks out a couple more kids. The fifth is Patrick and a friend wearing lion face paint. The friend you notice is wearing an allergy bracelet. And on it, you can faintly make out the word nuts. And this time, the banner says, happy second. The last one is Patrick and a friend sitting at an arts and crafts table, making beaded bracelets and cutting string with scissors. On the table, you see a half-empty bottle of lime soda. The banner says, happy seventh. You ready to go at it, twin? How would you like to start? I'll defer to you, because I'm gracious. Not because I don't know what to do. (laughs) As the more competitive one, are you sure you don't want to go first? No, it's fine. You can go first. We're a team together. If you win, I win. And if I win, I double win. So (laughs) I'll start with (laughs) you. We can start with you. All right. Then I will go with the most obvious first so that we can cross it off the list and say that in uh, the second birthday photo with the kid with the, the. allergy bracelet um indicates billy since he is an allergic to nuts makes sense do you want to do the next one (laughs) (laughs) are you wanting me to just take it away because i love these puzzles none of these have things that all of the kids can have it's always something that mucks it up for someone i'm really worried about danny choking on all varieties of food yeah what what do you see in the pictures that danny might be choking on well, beads for sure. Yeah, mm. beads for sure. But then also, like, orange slices. <laughs> <laughs> and orange cake. slices are probably safe enough. Re- regular foods are probably butter. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is organic paint, like, food coloring? Oh my god, paint. No, it would be paint paint. Just paint paint. Oh man. Like, face paint. I did gather face paint was uh, off limits, yes. Oh, wait. Um, 
What was the soda in the last photo you read, the seventh happy seventh? It was lime soda. Oh, good. Okay, so uh, that one is going to be Cal. Why? How do you rule out the others? So um, Danny can't have choking hazards, and there are beads in the photo. M, fizzy drinks are bad. Um, mm. It's lime soda, so Ash is out since they don't appreciate citrus. Mm. Um, and there are sharp objects, which means fire is not allowed anywhere near the scene. <laughs> Billy is already ruled out, and that leaves us with Cal. Mm. So we've got where Billy is, and we've got where Cal is. We're making progress! <laughs> Ash could be in the first, in the peanut butter one. All the rest have something citrusy. I do have another one figured out. Ooh, which one? Uh, in the first photo, or the eighth birthday, is M, because there are no fizzy drinks to be found, and the others can all be ruled out from the citrus, nuts, cutting, beads, etc. Mm. Awesome! So that's three out of six. That leaves um, fire with the Skittles and the, the yellow Skittles and the soda. My assumption there was yellow Skittles are citrus. They, they are, are the lemon, lemon. lemon Skittles. Good work. For sure. Um, Bill did not get that. I got oh it. no, I, got I, I know Skittles, <laughs> which means that, Laura, you are right. Ash is the one with the peanut butter because Danny is the one with the orange slices by process of elimination. All right, well, you've solved the puzzle. You've assigned the kids to each of the photos because <laughs> they didn't know what to do now. <laughs> We haven't figured out what to do with the puzzle. We've just done it. <laughs> right. I mean, right now I'm kind of tying them to the dates, but that's a little bit thrown off when, or like the, the year of the birthday, that's a little bit thrown off when there's one that's seventh, sixth, and fifth. We don't have a number three. Well, he is over eight and we only have six pictures. Yeah, but we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or not three, but one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Right? Like, there's only six pictures, but we still have seven numbers. What yes. happened on his third birthday that they don't want <laughs> us knowing? <laughs> okay. Um, sour connects sour. Sour connects sour. Sour connects sour. There are cupcakes with sour candies on top. Citrus is generally sour, so Ash might not like it. That one's a reach. Um. Is there anything else sour that you... That's, that's what I was just thinking. Cake is not sour. No. Gummy snakes <gasps> are sour. gummy snakes! Yes! You think those are sour? There were some sour gummy snakes, as well there as were. some other non-sour ones. I, I, pull, I pull one of... I pull the, the gummy snake out of my pocket. I just hold it for you. And then I eat it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It has not yet dried out too much, and it is appropriately sour. You ate the evidence. <laughs> There's so much more. Um, I you just ate had to test puzzle. that it was really sour. <laughs> okay, well then, this is your fault. Go get more gummy snakes, sour gummy snakes. Okay, I just bring over all the party bags. You acquire all the gummy snakes that you require. <laughs> what I'm tempted to do is take the gummy snake from my inventory. And stick it on a cupcake. But I feel like that's a very Renee thing to do. It's not very practical at all. It's just... Embrace your Renee-ness. I'm gonna do Renee-ness. it. I stick the gummy snake into the a cupcake. You're what? You're, You're so, so close. close. What, do you, what does sour do? Connects sour. sour. So I stick it to the top. I set it on top of the warhead. Just like touch it. It's like the like the snake is kissing the warhead. Yep. Uh huh. That's all I'm doing. I'm just <laughs> touching them together. All right. So like, you the warhead is sitting in the middle of the cupcake, and you put the snake against it, and its tail just sort of limply falls over the side of the cupcake. <laughs> I look at Laura for help. Sour connects sour. Sour connects sour. Are the gummy snakes long enough to connect each warhead like a connect the dots? They ah. kind of are. 
There are a lot of cupcakes, so you don't know exactly where to start, but there are only so many ways that you can connect the warheads to each other via a sour snake. Heck yes. Let's, Let's make some letters out of these cupcakes. You play around with this for a minute, and when you're done, your lines do indeed connect the cupcakes together to form some letters. Up the top, you've made the letters N-A-N, and at the bottom, you've made the letters B-O-W. Great. Nanbo. Nanbo. Bonan. <laughs> Bo- bom- Hi, kids, I'm Nanbo. <laughs> <laughs> We've spoken his name three times, oh no. <laughs> I'll kill you all. <laughs> April Fools! <laughs> I'm gonna take you straight to hell! Patrick, your parties are terrible! <laughs> Nanbo! Nan- Nanbo! Nan- Nanbo? I'm gonna name my dog Nanbo. Nan- Nanbo O! Cause the other O! Do we have to say Nanbo? I- that's what I was about to say. <laughs> That's just part of the game, Renee. You just gotta say a random string of letters together multiple times. Nanbo? Nanbo. 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 Do any of the presents have bows on them? A lot of them have bows on them. Oh. Is it under Grandma's bow? Is Can you call Is- her Nan? Nanbo? You definitely could call Grandma Nan. I call my Grandma Nana. Laura, let's run over and check Nan's bow. Okay. You can always retie a bow, so it's not too much to give a little pull at the ribbon that's on Grandma's present. And when you do, something drops from it onto the table. (gasps) It's a very small magnet. A magnet. Iron. Magnet. Iron. Is iron magnetic? Iron is the, the magnetic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, put it on it. The iron? <laughs> it's a magnet. We is need to know like... where the iron is, but I say go look in the sand pit first. Yeah, because those little pieces are magnetic. The little black. Maybe. Get over there. <laughs> okay, I'm running. <laughs> All right, you head over to the sand pit and you stick your magnet in. The sand does not stick at all, but the mysterious black powder jumps straight onto the magnet. So it must be something like iron filings, which do indeed look very black. Oh, good. We've got some iron. Oh, like an Etch-a-Sketch. Like, like an Etch-a-Sketch? Like, an a, like, a, like if we, like we could put the shavings onto the Etch-a-Sketch and it would like move around its little pieces into a place. Make a pattern. That's what I got. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Go do it, twin. Run. Now we're just like running around the birthday party like wild people. <laughs> I assume we're also yelling, run. Run over yes, there. Run over how, here. This is, this is two people sprinting around the park. <laughs> Nambo, Nambo. <laughs> I am Nambo. <laughs> That's how escape rooms work. Alright, so you take your Etch-a-Sketch from your jacket pocket? Oh yes, it is in my jacket pocket. You are correct. I Why did out we run jacket. over there? <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. I don't know that I actually put it's it in my hot. inventory, but I should have, so that's retconned now. Alright, and what are you doing? Just dumping all of the iron filings onto the Etch-a-Sketch and seeing if they move around. Well, there was a little compartment at the back that said iron, so... Oh, I put <laughs> it in there. That's probably fair. It seems to do the trick. When you look at the sort of screen part of the front of the device, an image is starting to reveal itself. It must work on a magnet sort of basis. Sure. And you wait for it to finish. You realize it's spelling out the words, no hands. No hands, no hands. No hands eat the cake. Nailed it. (laughs) Hi, I'm a gnomish adventurer called Nanbo No Hands. <laughs> I have an 18 Can charisma, I please but a seven intelligence. Can I please make an NPC in Fate of <laughs> Please, I would love it. Nanbo Excellent. No Hands. 
Okay, it's it's spelling out no hands. No hands. No hands. Don't touch it. No hands. Fire. <laughs> Don't touch fire. <laughs> Okay, no, no hands. The next bit might be a little bit tricky because there's uh, this one particular object that you haven't, like, you've interacted with, but you haven't given it a close examination. Is it the cloche? It is the cloche. I'm gonna go look at the cloche because ah. I'm very drawn back to that cake. Now, the cloche itself is perfectly circular, and it's made of silver, so shiny that you can see a reflection in it. It's very pretty. The cake is prettier, but it's very pretty. Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> I'm gonna pick it up and look under it? There is just cake. Well, like, uh, under the lid, too? Like yeah. the dome? Yep, all good. No, okay. Nothing surprising. Shiny, no hands. Put it on your head. No. <laughs> Don't put it on your head. It's very shiny. It's very reflective. Is that what you said? Yes, it is very round and very shiny. It's circular. Okay, I walk over to the welcome sign, then see if it'll fit on the O. It fits <laughs> perfectly over that O. I guess I just drew the cloche very large on my drawing because <laughs> I, I did too. Like the cake, the cake is the most important thing to me. So like this is like <laughs> the cake. <laughs> For reference, the gotcha. cloche is the same size as the sand pit. <laughs> <laughs> so it took me a minute to like oh, change gotcha. my perspective. Okay, so I put it on there and then I guess I turn it? Yeah, so you take this cloche over to the welcome sign, press it up against the perfectly round letter O, and it is a perfect fit. And as you look into the reflective surface, you remember those childish scribbles that looked sort of like letters, but not quite? You know, it's one of those puzzles where you can only see half the word, but then when you hold a mirror up to it, the rest suddenly becomes clear. So now you have full letters and things written. So now you can clearly read half in the scribbles, half in the reflective surface. Balloons times two. Balloons times two. Two balloons. Uh, four, four, four blue balloons, two green and two red balloons. Mmm. Four, four, oh, twister. No, no hands, no hands, two balloons, twister. Put your feet off twister. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no hands, Manbo. Manbo. <laughs> Manbo. I've got hands. I use them to murder children. Okay. So <laughs> Leave me um, out of this. Four, four blue, four, four. Stand, stand on four blue with your four feet. <laughs> Are there oh, two? I got four feet. Four feet. Four. I can't without using my hands. Okay, fine. Use your hands. Well, no it hands. said no. No hands. hands. No hands. Fine. I'll stand on two blues. You stand on two blues, and we'll see if anything happens. Does the secret passage open up? It does not. Bummer. Okay, now we should put our hands. We should one each on a red and a green. Well, that doesn't seem to make much sense. Why wouldn't you? Why don't one of us just do green and one of us do red? Your logic is flawless. I call green. Okay, I like red. But no hands. But (laughs) no yellow. Okay, yeah, well, so, I mean, you can put all of your feet on the blues and then a couple of hands on the greens and reds, but nothing seems to happen. You're just sort of in very boring, downward dog-esque positions. Yeah. Okay, no we hands. take our hands off the twister mat as we just chant no hands to ourselves over and over again. It's like playing through our minds. Um, <laughs> in J-pop style. Sour corner, sour. No, no hands, hands, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough feet. Okay, so from where Laura and I are standing with four feet on blue dots, I'm going to jump to two feet on green and two feet on red like hopscotch. Uh, I mean, you do so, <laughs> but now you're just standing on a different color. No hands, Renee. No hands. <laughs> No hands. I put my face on two circles. No hands. That's, that's so close. You've only got 
<laughs> You've only got one face though It's very large no. Keep using body parts My elbow Elbows Elbows Woo! Elbows and face Alright <laughs> Two feet A face and an elbow <laughs> Okay So Let's say that you've now Contorted yourselves enough Using your feet Your elbows And your faces You are now Hitting Two of those colours, like double the balloons' colours. And once you do, well, nothing changes. It's a twister mat. <laughs> you dummies. Yeah, but <laughs> really that's good. There's going to be like a, a trap door in the ground or something. <laughs> However, from your new twisty upside down angle, you can see something that you couldn't before. Right at the edge of the cake table, there's some grass that from just normal standing position, you couldn't tell, but from here you can see it was sort of leaning over to cover three skinny holes thinner than a finger all next to each other. Oh, for the darts. Maybe. For the darts. We have three darts in our inventory. I want to stick them in the ground in order one, two, three. I'm so glad you were here. I was going to stick my fingers in the holes. <laughs> <laughs> I said they were skinnier than a finger, didn't I? Yeah. We're just all about creative <laughs> solutions, and I've stuck my finger in an electrical socket before, so. Uh, all right, so you take your number one dart, and you stick it in the first hole. It slides in smoothly, but it doesn't go in all the way. Of the letters and numbers written on the tape, only the final three are covered up. If you drop the second one into the second hole, it sinks in a bit further and the last five letters are covered. And putting the third one into the third hole, the final two are covered. Ham! Are there ham sandwiches? There are some ham sandwiches. Let's go eat some ham sandwiches. And just quickly, how did you get ham from those darts? Uh, so uh, each of the letters that is visible on, like above the ground where they stop is... You get the nice. H. On the first dart. Yes. Yes, and I also think that I want to take all the darts back into my inventory just in case. Oh, totally. You haven't even tried using them. Exactly. Okay, uh, let's go investigate the ham sandwiches. They, uh, just along with all of the other sandwiches, they seem harmless. How many ham sandwiches are there? Several. We haven't done anything with the pin the tail on the donkey. And we no. haven't done anything with the water balloons. No. We also haven't popped all of the four central balloons. That's true. <laughs> Do you want to throw some darts at some water balloons? Or, I mean, we could yeah. just, like, poke them and then they'd fall apart. Like, that's well, less fun. There's no fun in that. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. There's enough water <laughs> balloons to replace them. Though. Yeah, there were some yeah, spares. Yeah, exactly. There's spare water balloons, so pop away. No problem. That just make me feel better. Pop, pop, pop. We're All right. really good at darts. <laughs> uh, understood. You throw, you get perfect hits, and Whoop. the water bombs burst in showers that soak the grass under them. But water isn't the only thing that comes out. Lying on the ground now, you find, under one, a tiny packet of M&Ms. Must be just a little prize the parents stuck in there. And in a second one, you get a mini Mars bar, and it seems like each of these water bombs has either a little packet of M&Ms or a Mars bar hidden inside. Okay, I will open some M&M's. They seem normal. I you know, them. <laughs> it's one oh, of no. those little It's one of those little fun-sized packets, so there are only like four inside. Are there some like empty not blown up balloons or not filled with water balloons? Uh just some little water balloons, yeah. So you could like take the dead ones off the string and retie new ones on if you needed to. Yeah, I mean, I'll be nice like that. Um, but also, I did, I did want to go pop all of the balloons around the table. <laughs> uh, there are no spare ones of those, and they're helium as well, so they're less easily replaced. Ugh. Okay, then I won't do that. <laughs> won't be mean. So we have the photo puzzle mm. with the decided kids per photo. Yeah, so you know which kid is in which photo. Right. And there are numbers with each of those. Where are there eight spaces? Two, three, four, five, six. Nope, it's not Twister. 
Oh, 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 A, A. Oh, no, there's no letter three. A, B, D. You're getting, you're getting closer. You're getting closer. Five, six, seven, seven, eight. That does not spell anything. Where else can you find numbers associated with these children? Or, or, or where could those numbers make sense? Where could an eighth, Countable things. An eighth something or a second something make sense with these, with these children? Their gifts aren't here yet. Do the goodie bags have names on them? No, they don't. The invitations have, have, have stuff. Their names and... Yeah. They're too Ash and Billy. Do you want to lay out the invitations in order on the ground? Yes. Well, can you describe these invitations again? What are, what are they? What's, what do you have on the invitations? Dietary restrictions. And while trying to enumerate letters of names didn't work, is there anything number? Yeah, is there anything like countable on the invitations? Because you've got eighth or, or seventh, things like that. And one of them you have three, seven, fifth, sixth. Words? Didn't write down the full words. <laughs> we can reread you the full words if you'd like. That or you may... can ask specific questions if that helps. Okay. Yes. All right, so I had the invitations in the order that they were stacked. So first was ashes. Yep, so you have ashes invitation on top. If possible, no citrus. Okay, then... Then Billy. Sorry, it's all nuts, not just peanuts. Okay. Then you've got Cal. Allergic to paint, even organic isn't good enough. Okay. Then Danny. No choking hazards. M&M's, Skittles, Marbles, etc. Okay. Then there was another copy of Ashes and Billy's. And then M, who was, Our family believes all fizzy drinks are bad. Okay. And last one, not allowed to use sharp objects. Read, knives, scissors. Okay, I'm basically pairing the name with the number. So like Ash, the is first that's the first birthday and the first word Mm -hmm. in his uh restrictions is if cool all right lovely good for billy it's it's okay Mm -hmm. so we have if Uh, it's so and then cal is the seventh word one two three four five six seven good if it's good Mm -hmm. danny was four one two three four no, uh, M&M's, if it's good. <laughs> if it's good, M&M's. If it's good, M&M's. <laughs> it's good, M&M's. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Keep going. Uh, it, uh, M was the crazy one. Our, our family believes all fizzy drinks are bad. If it's good, M&M's bad. Don't forget <laughs> there were some repeated invitations. Ash. Ash again. If it's good M&M's, if it's bad, and then fire. Fire is so many of them. (laughs) Read sharp objects. If it's good, M&M's. If it's bad, (laughs) read read sharp sharp objects. objects. Which is also a meaningless solution so far, but but important. What I had written down just from like listening to it was sharp read knives. (laughs) <laughs> sharp read knives okay um if it's bad sharp read knives um <laughs> what is it i would prefer mm, I it if it's good but the m&ms seem to matter if it's good m&ms if it's good m&ms if it's bad read <laughs> sharp objects how's the weather today if it's good <laughs> m&ms it's not <laughs> I really don't want this cake to be bad. <laughs> There's a way to cut cake and then close it back up so it doesn't look like you cut into the cake. Just take what? a very small little piece of the cake <laughs> and then smoosh it back together again. It's, I've done it. It's absolutely true. Yeah, I'm going to be inspecting all of my birthday cakes from now on if you were near them. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Okay, I... You're almost there. Do we need to solve the ham puzzle? <laughs> no. Because the ham puzzle ham? was you... That was you reading sharp objects. Oh! If it's bad ham! 
if it's bad ham. If it's bad ham. <laughs> it's bad ham. If it's bad ham, what's the end of the proverb? What what do we do if it's bad ham? <laughs> well, this. so you've you've pretty much interacted. You've interacted with... with pretty much everything. There's only one object really left in the room, or the park that you haven't interacted with. You haven't done anything with this with one last object. It's the pin, the tail, and the donkey. Mm. Yeah, because there's no pin or tail. Right. Yeah, I and you've pretty much looked find... everywhere now. Yeah. But you haven't found a, a, a donkey tail with a pin in it, so maybe you're going to have to improvise. Well, we I have, have some darts and some ham. Our darts. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect tail. Um, we also have gummy snakes. That's true. We could use a dart and a gummy snake. That's probably less gross than ham by a little bit. Uh, the dart doesn't go into the wall. It's very much designed so that something just needs to sort of stick onto yeah, the poster. Because it is a hard wall, so oh. pinning is difficult. Is there anything is else magnetic? in your... You can, it's like, not magnetic. Bite and lick the gummy snake and then stick <laughs> it on We could the burn tea. things. Light something on... Make something light on fire. Light a candle. Are there candles on the birthday cake? I don't want to... It's all come down to this and we're still going to ruin the birthday party. Okay, let's light the the candles on fire. As you do, you sort of wonder if something's going to burst out of the cake when you've lit all the candles, but nothing does. Now these candles are alight and they're dripping little bits of wax onto the cake surface. I take a candle and I run over to stick it on the donkey's tail. All right, so you the the candle wax will stick. You now have something that is a sticky substance. But you have no tail. The candle itself does not provide adequate tail. We have feathers on the dart. Also Nan's bow. Nan's bow is okay. I'll allow that. And put some wax on Nan's bow and stick it on the donkey's butt. All right. So it's not quite the artistic style of the rest of the poster, but wax and a ribbon. Yeah, that's a tail is a tail. While the wax is still warm and sticky, you press it hard against the target spot with the ribbon. It sticks fast. You wait only a second when something strange happens. The donkey poster's eyes light up like there's some kind of electronic hidden inside them. And with this light, you hear a faint, high-pitched whistle. Barely audible, it reminds you of one of those ones only children are supposed to hear. Then, somewhere in the distance, you hear footsteps, picking up speed, rushing towards you. You turn around, just in time to see... A real donkey. It's a real donkey, but it is stampeding towards the party area. This is insane. I mean, it's no spider, but this will derail the party for sure. Save the cake! Yeah, you notice it's wearing a saddle, so maybe it's supposed to be for the kids to ride, but they won't be getting anywhere near this thing. It is enraged. It circles the area like it doesn't know what it wants to tackle first. You have to calm it down before it ruins everything. Have some ham. Do donkeys eat ham? They do if they're bad. Oh. Oh. You can. You grab some of the ham from those sandwiches and you fling it at the donkey. As soon as it catches the scent, it freezes. Its nose twitches and it finds the ham. And it swallows it. And suddenly... No more rampage. It stops circling. And now that it's standing still, you can see that attached to its saddles are four rolled up scrolls. However, even though it's calmed down, if you try to get closer to it, it snorts and backs away. It doesn't trust you. Um, I want to give it some M&Ms because he's being good. You put some of the M&Ms in your hands and approach the donkey. It seems friendly. It's a healthy donkey. (laughs) It nuzzles your palm, and it licks up all the chocolate in one go, and while it's enjoying itself, you reach out to its saddle and you remove one of the four scrolls, and with your non-sticky donkey saliva hand, you unfurl Mm -hmm. it. And then, after you find that one, you drop it and you reach for a different scroll, another, and another. And the final image that you have been sent is the contents of those four scrolls in order. And again, for people listening at home, you can see those four scrolls unfurled in all their artistic brilliance in the show notes right now. 
Laura, would you like to read them? Oh, do you not want to? That's strange. So it's it's two truths and a lie. That's what the first one says. Yes, that's what the first one says. Yeah, the final three scrolls are a bit long and difficult. Sort of a jumble of letters. I would still yes. like Laura to say them. <laughs> Just read them out. We're b- momving to, to a <laughs> yes middle. Perfect. That was the second one. Uh, the third one is yo root gothen fugger homeschooled gabuska by avunched agnos. That's the third one. And the fourth one is yo tori, a Greek word. That's not oh what my it says, gosh. but that's what it looks like. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, that actually really helped, Laura. Thank you for reading those out loud. <laughs> You're welcome. How did that help? Because they sound like words when you yes. say them faster. And so what's happening with the letters that don't seem to fit the words you're saying? Like, is there any pattern? Uh, every two letters, there's a fake letter. Two truths and a lie. Oh, oh, hey. oh. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> okay. Laura is starting from the bottom. You're adopted. <laughs> Dang. That yep. is what it says. So the bottom one says you're adopted. We're moving to Y-E-M-E-N. Yemen. Aw. They're moving to Yemen. Lovely war-torn Yemen. You're one, two, one, two, one, two. <laughs> You're getting homeschooled by Aunt Agnes. So now you have three statements, potentially two truths and a lie. And quite frankly, it doesn't really matter which one of them is a lie. The parents were planning on revealing this during their small child's birthday party. This is a horrible, horrible plan. They're so insufferable. They're maniacs. So maybe you should take these scrolls and burn them and have a chat with your ex-friends about how to reveal bad news to their child or follow the Matilda plan and adopt their child away from them. (gasps) But congratulations, you found out the terrible surprise that was awaiting poor little Patrick Copus. And hopefully Patrick Patrick. will let us have some cake. (laughs) Wow. You can eat it too. (laughs) <laughs> Congratulations, guys! Well you did done. it. Well done. We yeah. burned the hardest party room down. that we've had. That was a really um, good puzzle. That was <laughs> so good. I was about to scream several times. Aww. <laughs> oh, thank you for coming on and, and playing one of our games with us. I hope you had a lot of fun. I really thank did. You. Thank you so much. Uh, <sighs> so, if people want to hear more of your voices, where can they find you? So you can find both me and Laura on Fate and the Fable Maidens podcast, which is online at fatefmcast.com. Laura did the website for that. And you can find us across social media at fatefmcast. We're on iTunes, Google Play, and a bunch of other podcatchers, so you can find us there. I am also joining a new project, which may or may not be out by this point, called Player Agency, so I will leave that one at that. Exciting. Wonderful. I'll have all of those links again in the show notes so people can go down and have a look at them. Every time I say the word show notes, I point downwards, but no one can see me because it's all audio. But there you are. <laughs> and there's nothing in front of you. And there's nothing in front okay. of you. Uh, so I people can find all those say, links. I'm sorry. I wish I could say we were better at solving puzzles in our podcast. I'm not entirely sure that's true. We're <laughs> <laughs> not. In D&D, the solution to a puzzle can always be to hit it. Yeah. So it's okay. If you roll true. a natural 20, you solve anything. Uh, all right. Uh, so for uh, people who are listening who want to get in touch with us or find other ways to contact us, uh, we are. you can send us an email at escapethispod at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter. We're at EskThisPodcast. Uh, we have a Facebook page you can follow. Uh, and, uh, and, and we usually respond quite well to messages. We're pretty... We're pretty uh, happy to get messages, so we'll, mm. you, if you want to chat or ask any questions or talk to other people who are fans of the show, those are the best places that you can do that. We also now have a Patreon, uh, and we are just 
absolutely loving our our Patreon subscribers. We, we recently, recently passed uh, $100 a month, so we Woo! now have some new equipment to buy and some and a little party to throw. So thank you all so much for that support. We uh, will endeavour to make the party as close to the one from this episode as possible. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, Send pictures. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of stuff on the page. There's a bonus episode at the moment that you can get where we solve a murder mystery. A slightly different format than a normal escape room, but a huge amount of fun to do. Uh, there's also badges that you can get. Uh, and also anyone who is a patron has the chance to appear as an NPC in one of our rooms. We're getting through them. We're and. <laughs> Uh, in this room, it was poor little Patrick Culpus appeared <laughs> uh, in our room. So I hope you enjoyed that, Patrick. You were, I think, one of our first NPCs to not be a terrible criminal mm, or person. It's so true. congratulations. <laughs> uh, wonderful. So, Danny, would you like to give us a little taste of what's coming in next episode? Absolutely. So this next one, it's a very common escape room scenario. Many of our listeners will probably have done one in this exact same setting, except from the opposite perspective. You made it through the bad times, you made it through the good, you always knew you could.